This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Speaking of Michigan State, Michigan State taking on USC. And Harold, about halfway through the selection show, I realized I'm like, they could end up playing in Columbus because they hadn't named any Columbus regions yet. I was, And it, they, they kind of get the benefit that Michigan had last year, even though they were higher seed, they were in Indianapolis. So you were able to get the home crowd. I've already known a lot of Michigan State fans saying, hey, they're about to pack up and drive down to Columbus for the game on Friday and hopefully the game on Sunday. You look at this USC team. Yeah, they're going to be playing a game at about 9.15. Their body clocks, it's going to be really early. Michigan State, well, one of the hottest teams in the season. And then they got to play Ohio State, a team that they had just played five days beforehand. And, man, it just went down south. To me, it's very simple. When it comes to Michigan State, it's two words. It's Tyson Walker. And when Tyson Walker wants to be the man, I don't think it's anybody in the Big Ten that's going to stop his shot, whether it's that step back three, he's driving to the basket, hitting ridiculous layups off the top of the glass. But it's almost like you got to push him to go out there and do that. He just it, – it's not in his DNA. And, you know, like I said, if A.J. Hogard is leading you, you got problems at the end of the game. If Tyson Walker is leading you, you're probably winning that game. See – I do agree that they need Tyson at their best for them to advance as far as they need to advance. But I do think A.J. Hogar is the key. For whatever reason, Tyson Walker, we've seen him in a Purdue game and he dropped 30. And we saw the Iowa, the second Iowa game, he went crazy. But they lost both of them. Because A.J. Hogar didn't do what he was supposed to do. You know, missing free throws late, turn the ball over late. You know, Michigan State scored 106 points against Iowa. He made one field goal. Like, that's the kind of stuff you just can't have happen. I mean, we know. All right. How about we split the difference? Yeah. I will simply say when he's he's better when he's throwing the dives. When he's got six or more assists, yeah, he scores the points, but he finds the open people. He finds Joey out in the corner or Jaden Akins, and that leads to baskets. But when he feels the need, in my opinion, when he feels the need to put the team on his back, that's not his forte. When he's got everybody going and he's out there being like a little Denzel, then yes, that's the AJ that I want to see. But Tyson, yeah, I mean, with him and uh, I think it was him and Joey didn't, sh- I, I want to say a combined, they took 12 shots in that Ohio State game. Yeah, I mean, you, you're not beating, you know, anybody. You're not beating an eighth grade team if those two, because those are two of your main guys. Then yeah, no, I agree. And I think Jay Nakins also needs to take some more shots. Now, he actually took a decent amount against Ohio State, but I do feel like there's been way too many times where the best shooters on the team don't get enough shots. Right. And that, that's that been a problem all year long. And I agree. I don't need A.J. Hogarth scoring 20 points. I just need him to run the team. I need him to listen to Izzo so we don't see these things on the sideline of him acting like he didn't want to be there, didn't want to listen, and wanted to do it his way. Yeah, he's at his best when he's coming off that pick and roll and he's going downhill 
and he can either get a layup or he can kick it out to Hauser or Walker or Aikens. That's when he's at his best, when he's getting like 12.7 assists. Like, that's what you need out of him. Um, but I do agree, like, Walker kind of needs a, a Travis Trice, you know, yeah. 2015 style, you know, tournament for Michigan State to advance. Harold, it's funny you mentioned that because in doing the research, and I'm sure you you the senior research person at the Big Ten, the parallels between the 2015 team and this team, both teams lost 12 games. Both teams were inconsistent. Both teams were led by a three-guard backcourt and a power forward. Not necessarily – you didn't have that big man. Both teams were a seventh seed in the tournament. One ended up going to the Final Four. One, we got to wait to see. But, yeah – it's just kind of funny when I was like, wow, the similarities are just uncanny. You know, can they shake it off? Can they go that next step? Uh, you know, I, I do think that they should be able to, looking at the USC team, I mean, they, Michigan State's Achilles heel was the big man, an athletic big man, whether it was Zach Eady, whether it was Hunter Dickinson. They had a hard time with that. I looked at USC, one of the, the freshmen is injured, and the guy that they have, I mean, you know, basically, Maddie's probably will score more points than him. It's just to kind of put things in perspective. So they have all the advantages. You just kind of wonder, can they shake this thing off? Can Tom Izzo get out of the first round for the first time? And, you know, for the second time in five years. Yeah, I think I was very happy with this matchup because, like you said, the Achilles heel has been, you know, dealing, them dealing with a dominant offensive big, whether that's been Edie. No TJD, yeah. You know we've seen. You know even Philip Robracha from uh, Iowa was getting yeah. them problems, and so the fact that USC, even though they're really tall, they don't go in the post like that. You know they're the hub of that offense is actually like a six nine forward who who wants to pass and kind of be on the perimeter. And they got Boogie Ellis, the Memphis transfer. You know he can score a bunch. You know he averages about nineteen, shoots about forty percent from three. But other than that, you know they're really good two-point defensive team like they guard everything in the paint they block a lot of shots which is fine because we don't go down there anyway it's so right. you know this is a game where michigan state needs to shoot more threes the yeah. problem with them all year long has been that they're a top five to top ten three-point shooting team in the country but they don't take enough of them right you know they you know only a third of their shots are threes which which is ridiculous and the fact that you make 40 percent of them I would much rather take those than a lot of the long twos that we see, you know, Malik and Tyson and AJ take, like take a step back yeah. and get the three out of that instead of a two. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Malik, man, as a senior, I don't think you got, you could have afford to have another offer. You were over six. I mean, unfortunately I'm not putting that loss on them, but man, they were down five. He had a wide open three and just airballed it. And I think at that point, not only did you feel the team just exhale, every Spartan fan was like, and that's it. We're done. Let's go warm up the car and head back home, and we leave in Chicago. So we'll see what happens with them. 